0: Hey y'all, welcome back. Um, Today I'm going to be talking about building healthy habits as a type 1 diabetic and kind of what that looks like. Um, This kind of goes hand in hand with my last episode working out as a type 1 diabetic and the science behind that. But um, this is going to be a little less sciency and a little less working out focused and more so just healthy lifestyle habits as a type 1 diabetic. But before I get into that, as always, I'm going to start with some highs and lows. So my high of this week is I do go back to Texas soon. Um, I'm kind of recording a bunch of podcasts. I say a bunch, probably like four podcasts um, this week so I can have them throughout this coming semester because i Um, last semester, things got really busy and I didn't podcast for probably like five months. So I want to have four months worth of podcasts just in case I need them. So um, I don't know when you're going to be listening to this (laughs) is my point, but, um, right now it's July 24th and, um, I go back to school on August 8th. So I'm super, super excited about that. I have some really, really great classes next semester. Um, I'm super, super excited. I have two clinicals. Which include um the psych ward and then also just I believe another med surge unit. It might be a specialty unit they haven't announced yet. So I'm excited to see what unit that might be in the hospital. And then I just have some really fun um classes I'm super interested in. I have a behavioral health class. I have um a class called adult, which I think from what it sounds like is kind of more just like a med surge class um in critical thinking class so that'll be good to do um what else am i taking um roles of the profession which is like kind of like an essay writing class but we're learning pretty cool topics so i don't know i'm just really excited for this semester i have a awesome new apartment and a new roommate that i'm super excited to hang out with and um it's going to be summer fall semester is always so so fun there's football games and tailgates and you know you're back into the sorority swing and um back with all your friends. I'm really, really excited. Not so excited for the super hot weather. I think it's like 106 to like 110 degrees Fahrenheit with humidity in Texas. So hoping it cools off by the time I get there. Um, Not sure it will, but I'm keeping my fingers crossed. So um, yeah, I'm really excited to go back to Texas. It's kind of nice. I'm always excited to come home and then I'm always excited to go back. So it's a good place to be in um and then low of the week I couldn't really think of one but um I did have to get my nails taken off yesterday which was really sad because you know nursing school you can't have any polish or acrylics or anything so I'm back to my I call them my little boy nails the talons have been taken off so yeah that's uh that's my low not really a low I honestly kind of like not having to deal with it but anyways those are my highs and lows and now I'm going to get into it Um, I kind of just wrote down a bunch of points that I want to touch on, so this might be a little bit different of a format podcast episode than my podcast might usually sound, but I'm really excited. I have some great ideas that I'd like to share on healthy habits as a type one. Um, So yeah, I think a lot of times, as I've mentioned in other episodes, um diabetes in general has such a stigma around it where people think you can't have any sugar and you have to eat a certain way and if you work out it's because you're diabetic and not because you just want to work out you know just like that sort of health stigma which just really isn't the case with type one like yeah I mean type one or not it's great to eat healthy but like if I want a cupcake that's not like on a no-no list you know um So this is just kind of my idea of having a healthy lifestyle as a type 1 diabetic and remembering, you know, to be as healthy as you can, but also to remember that you're human and, um, there's kind of a balance in between there to just have like a happy, healthy life. So yeah, I'm excited for this episode. So, um, yeah, that's the first point I um, actually wrote down is being healthy but human, um, It's so easy to get on this page where you're like, okay, I'm going to turn my life around. I want to get really, really fit and, you know, have this really amazing life. So I'm going to, I don't know, cut out all sugar and cut out all gluten and work out seven days a week and three hours a day, you know, that sort of thing, which is great. And sometimes attainable, but (laughs) to start out with, I think it's really, um, an important thing to remember that we are human and it takes a long time sorry my computer audio I always forget to turn it off if you heard my email come through anyways um we are human and to build healthy habits it's uh, much easier to kind of take things in progressive slow steps um and in turn that'll kind of um solidify your habit versus you know having this really awesome habit and schedule for, I don't know, like two or three weeks and then it kind of falling off. Um, And that's kind of something I've learned about myself with building habits as well. You know, I've had a lot of super awesome ideas and goals for this summer and I've kind of had to take a step back and be like, okay, we're going to do one thing at a time and we're not going to add another habit into your schedule until you're positive that first habit is built. So like i really want to get better about drinking water that's been like a big thing this summer so i was like okay well why don't instead of you know drinking like i don't know three stanley's a day why don't we just try to start with drinking eight ounces of water as soon as you get up in the morning and if you can hold that for a month maybe we up it to that you know two stanley's two hydro flasks whatever a day goal so kind of just having like a progressive build um I think is more realistic and, I don't know, makes you feel better about meeting your goals and it makes everything more attainable. So same thing with like blood sugars. Maybe you're like, okay, I want 24 hours of perfect blood sugars for a week. Why don't we start out with perfect blood sugars from the time you wake up to noon? Okay, you got that. That's awesome. How did you achieve that? Okay, now let's stretch it out from perfect blood sugars from when you wake up to dinner time you got that great let's try to do that for two days let's try to do that for three days you know versus having these huge goals and like letting yourself down why don't we start with a small goal that you can progressively build up to I don't know that's been super helpful for me with um goals and achieving them and maintaining healthy habits whether that's a type one diabetic goal or not so definitely something to think about um And my next point I have is do not diet or cut out um, to an extent. I'm not a doctor, but um, I think cutting out anything in your diet, in your schedule, cold turkey, um, isn't healthy. I think our bodies need all sorts of nutrients. I think our lives need all sorts of um, stimulation and... I don't know. I'm, that's just kind of my personal opinion on dieting and cutting out things. Um, I kind of believe everything in moderation. So like, yes, do not have, you know, burgers and ice cream every single day, but I don't know. I think the 80, 20 rule is really great. 80% of the time, um, eat really healthy and 20%, you know, give yourself a little treat. Um, that way you're not having these huge cravings. And then, you know, the next day, just having a full day of you know, not eating very well. Um, and again, I do have to say type one, you can eat whatever you want. It's not about dieting. It's not about weight, autoimmune disease. I will throw my plug in there. Um, but yeah, so that's just another little thought. And, um, to go into that, I think for me personally, when I, um, kind of started to, whoa, (laughs) words, when I kind of decided to start weightlifting and, you know, um, really focusing in on my fitness goals, I found that instead of cutting things out, um, if I'm trying to, you know, really tighten up things with my schedule, adding things in when it comes to things in terms of diet has been really, really helpful. So instead of, say, I don't know, cutting out carbs or cutting out sweets, um, maybe I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to add in one more green meal per day. Or I'm going to add in a veggie to every meal. I'm going to add in a, I don't know, 60 grams of protein to every meal. That's a lot of protein. But, you, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's easier to add in than to cut out. And when you add in, you're less likely to want the things you're wanting to cut out, if that makes sense. So that's been super helpful um, with me with my fitness goals. Um, alongside fitness goals, I think trying to get daily movement in um, is super important versus again, having, well, it's good to have huge goals and fitness goals. Um, but when you initially start out, I think it's most important to just try to get daily movement in every day. You don't need to have this huge two hour weightlifting cardio hit workout. Um, try to get a walk-in. Like if you don't feel like working out that day, just go get a walk-in, go take a little hike, go take a little walk, do a I don't know, 10 minute Pilates workout on your phone, just something to kind of get your body moving is better than nothing. And over time that will accumulate and you will see results with your body, with your blood sugars. Um, yeah, just daily movement. And I, um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, <laughs> that's, um, yeah, I think that's a good goal to have. um, Okay, my next point is drink water and build a habit of it. I kind of just touched on this. Um, It's something I've been really working on. I've noticed that if I kind of forget to mindfully drink water throughout the day, by the time it reaches dinner, I get some really stubborn highs um, that just should not be. There's no reason for my blood sugar to be high. I'm giving insulin. My background is on. My sight is good. There's no reason for my blood sugar to be high. And I find if I drink like a cup of water after giving a correction, my blood sugar comes down much faster than um, not drinking water. And I've kind of found that I think when I don't drink enough water throughout the day, I get stubborn highs because there's just not not enough fluids in my system. So I've been really, really trying to focus on drinking more water and um, being really, really aware of that because it's good for your body and it's good for your blood sugars and it's essential to your body (laughs) so yeah that's definitely a big habit I've been trying to form um with healthy lifestyle stuff with type 1 diabetes so food for thought um and then my next point I said understand a healthy lifestyle and fitness journey will be a lot harder and look a lot different than for others yeah so um again kind of like I touched on on my last episode to be completely black and white as a type one diabetic, obviously your body is functioning a lot different than any other person's body with a working pancreas. And that's just kind of the way it is. And that's totally fine, but it is going to be harder for us to make those muscle gains and see those results. And, um, I don't just, in all will as- all in all aspects of life. Like, even like taking an exam in school to like not have brain fog when your blood sugar is high or to not be worrying about a low blood sugar when you're on a walk with your friends or going out to dinner or going out. Like there's so much that goes into type one and your body and your lifestyle that other people just don't have to think about. So your journey is going to be a lot different than what you see other people doing, um, what you see online. Um, We're going to have to work a little Differently to carry out our goals and that is totally okay and if you want to hear a little bit more about how insulin changes the way our bodies work and how type one kind of changes the way our bodies work um you can give a listen to my last episode um the science behind working out with type one really got into the science behind that um so yeah you can check that out but um i'm going to say in a nutshell consistency will ultimately be key and that includes meal times that includes getting your daily movement in that includes your water that includes giving insulin before meals um I especially want to highlight on that meal time um if you guys follow my tiktok you know that last semester was really really rough for me I had a super super early schedule um with nursing you can't pick your schedule the um department picks it for you which is totally fine but I went from having kind of like a normal, regular schedule um, to having super, super early clinical times and, um, you know, class times and uh, kind of back-to-back classes, which made it really hard to find um, a consistent meal schedule and workout schedule, which really took a toll on my numbers and took a really long time to kind of figure out and readjust my insulin patterns. So if you have the ability... Having a consistent schedule is great for your body. It's going to be great for your insulin ratios. Um, It just makes things kind of easier if you have the ability. Um, Yeah, so let's say, I don't know, you wake up, you have breakfast at 8, you have your lunch around 1, and you have your dinner around 7. When your body gets accustomed to that kind of meal clock, um, you're going to see more consistent blood sugars. At least that's what I found. And um, I don't know, humans are people of habit <laughs> you know you're, you're gonna get used to giving insulin your pre boluses um before those meals at those certain times and um I don't know it's just kind of easier to work your body around like a clock in my opinion um if you have the ability and if you don't it is still totally doable that's what I'm doing every semester um so it's all very doable but I will say to keep it easy on yourself. Um, being able to work around the clock if you can for meals and workouts and drinking water and all that stuff um you definitely will see um a big difference so yeah um and then the next thing i kind of wanted to touch on is um healthy habits um but more so in the mental and stress aspect Um, as we all know stress does raise your blood sugar so it's also really important to remember that you know, no matter how good you're handling your blood sugars, you also got to make sure that mentally you're in a good spot. So doing things that keep your stress low and, you know, keep you and your body happy, um, and just incorporating healthy things into your life that keep kind of a healthy mental space. Like, um, in high school, equestrian, um, riding was my huge thing. It was a time I didn't have to think about my type one or, you know, anything going on and I could just ride my horse and, um, That was awesome for me and you know I can't do that now in college but I found that running and Orange Theory have been kind of a substitute for that and that has been awesome for me or you know I make sure I have at least one day a week where I meet up with friends for coffee or meet up with someone just to kind of do something just to have that social interaction outside of school or studying Um, and that's been really awesome for me so kind of just knowing what makes you tick and what makes you happy and incorporating that into your schedule um will affect your blood sugars. The happier you are, the less stressed you are, the better your insulin's gonna absorb, the less hormones are going to be circulating, the better blood sugars you're going to see. Um, and you're just gonna be happier. Who doesn't wanna be happier? <laughs> right? Um because I think we all know, like type one can be so draining in so many aspects that people can't or don't um realize I'm trying to think of a good um example like let's say in a social setting you're out to dinner with your friends i also made a tiktok on this recently too um <laughs> you're out to dinner with your friends and you're about to eat a big pasta meal you're at italian food with your friends and you're so excited but your blood sugar is 150 but it's dropping but you and your friends are going to hike in 2 hours but, you know, the food is pasta, so that takes longer time to absorb. But then your blood sugar is dropping, but how fast is it dropping? And actually, you're having a glass of wine with dinner too, which is going to affect your blood sugar. There's so many things that you have to think about, and it can get so exhausting because you're trying your best, and sometimes there's just no way to really guess what's going to happen or what the best decision is. Um, so I see you, and I feel you, and I know everyone has been there, and, um, give yourself grace i say this every episode i'm trying not to say it as much but seriously give yourself grace and um things will work out remember deep breaths try to keep a healthy mental space um it's the best thing to do for your blood sugars so yeah but i see you i feel you i hear you um and we're all going to get through it together it's all going to be good we're all going to be okay <laughs> so yeah or um i've noticed this summer kind of something that i've been struggling with more than usual as a type one um it's kind of fearing for the worst um in the future and trying to combat that mindset i recently watched a type one diabetic documentary that was amazing it was um, the human trial if you haven't seen it go watch it it's about um the new islet cells that they're trialing in humans that you know will produce insulin for you and basically cure your type one um oh my gosh it was so awesome but it really got to me because the people in this trial were really struggling with their type 1 which is why they were in the trial and um you know they were having um different issues as to um you know having not so great blood sugar control over the years and it's just kind of a scary thing to see and it's a reality and um i just need to remind myself that like hey you're doing great, your blood sugars are good, like, just because it can happen doesn't mean it will, Um, yeah, so, (laughs) yeah, I don't know, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about that, but, um, yeah, give yourself grace, take deep breaths, um, and it's all, it's all gonna be good, mental is just as big as physical when building a healthy lifestyle with um, type 1, and then also going into more of the type 1 side of things, um, as always, um, rotate your sights, um, give insulin before meals, remember to calibrate your sensor, remember to check your blood sugar, all those little things that you might not think about as a seasoned diabetic, um, don't forget to do, rotating your sites, you're going to get better insulin absorption, and in turn, Better blood sugars. Give insulin for your meals so you don't have those meal blood sugar spikes. Calibrate your sensor so you have those accurate numbers. Do everything in your power to um, give yourself the best shot at, you know, having that perfect blood sugar range and that perfect A1C. And it is so doable and it's something I'm still even working on. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Just remember those, you know, little basic things with your type 1 um, really make a big difference. So just don't forget to check in. Um, and then the last thing I kind of want to talk about before I, um, end the episode is I saw a quote the other day that said, um, lots of people will say, that's so awesome. You know, you're going through this thing. It it probably made you stronger, right? Like it made you so much stronger as a person. And yes, while it does, I think it's also really important to realize that you never needed to be stronger in the first place and it's okay to have weak moments, um, you didn't cause type one onto yourself, obviously you um you didn't ask for it. no one asked to have to be made stronger. I hope that made sense Have to have be anyways <laughs> you you didn't ask to have this. you didn't ask to you know teach yourself how to be stronger and grow up so soon um but also at the same time, I think pressure is a privilege, and um how awesome is it that we are in this position? where we get the opportunity to you know build upon our lives and um do better you know like we could be in a situation right now where we you know didn't have the legs to walk or the mental to you know push through all the challenges we're going through and what a privilege it is to be in this situation and have the ability to prevail you know so I um well I get that we didn't ask for this and it is so hard and I see you and I hear you and I feel you. It is such a privilege to, um, be in a situation like this and have the ability to, um, overcome it. So yeah, that's kind of more how I think of things in terms of our situation. It's not really about being stronger. It's about the privilege of, um, being able to overcome this, even though, it's nothing that we wanted or asked for, um, yeah, and I think that's something to be really proud of, so, um, give your guys, guys a self, a pat on the back, because, I mean, type one is no cakewalk, and it is tough, and, um, I see you, and we're doing great, and there are so many more advancements coming out, and, um, it is such a privilege to be able to keep prevailing, so, I'm proud of everyone, um, and yeah, I wish everyone nothing but good blood sugars and good luck with building lots of healthy habits. But that's about all I have for today. That was kind of a different styled episode, but um, I think it was pretty good. So <laughs> yeah, um, that's about all I have for today. So as always, uh, for more things type one, you can check out my Instagram or TikTok at always Um And that's about all I have for today. Thanks.